tuned in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church, President of Celebration Marketplace Ministries, and author of Make Life Work in a Fast-Paced World. And here's Pastor Beckford. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Make your day count. This is the day. The Lord has made. And we will. Rejoice. And be glad. In this day. In this day right here. Right. Rejoice and be glad in this day. We don't have to go through the tape of yesterday. We must be in expectancy for today. Not coulda, woulda, shoulda, but today. What God has for us today, this day. One of the one of the most difficult things for us as human beings is to rejoice in uh, what God is doing in spite of what we are experiencing. Let me say that again. One of the difficult things for us as human beings here on the, in this earth realm to do is to rejoice in what God is doing <laughs> in spite of what we are experiencing. Because it's easy to rejoice in the good time that we are experiencing than to rejoice in what God is doing even when we're going through some bad times. Mm -hmm. And we got to learn. So this is the day that the Lord has made. I choose to rejoice and be glad in this day. You got to hold fast to the expectation yes. of what God is doing during the building process. Right. So we're all this week we're talking about building a better life. Yes. So we have to have expectation of the final outcome, and that drives us, keeping our eye on the prize. It drives us through the times where there's where there's testing, where there may be delay. When we keep our eye on our expectation, when we keep our eye on the source, and we don't come into bondage with the resource, but we know that God is the ultimate source of all things. Yeah. He'll use a resource, yeah, he'll use people, he'll use situations, but ultimately God is the ultimate source, and we must continue to keep our eyes on him and to heal, hear him, just like on the Mount Trans, uh, Transfiguration, trans, uh, transfiguration <laughs> where they said, hey, let's build three tabernacles, yes. one for each of you. And the booming voice of God came from heaven, and he's like, look, this is my son. Hear him. Let's step away from the customs. Let's step away from the traditions and do what God is doing now. Let's hear his voice for now, for 2021. How is God moving in this season to glorify his kingdom, to manifest his kingdom in the earth realm in this time with the people who are here on the earth now, this time? Uh, a sobering thought, a sobering thought this morning from two of our leaders that gone to heaven. One is David. David says, I turn my eyes to the hill from whence comes my help. My help comes from above, mm -hmm. from God, the Almighty, the Maker, of heaven and earth. Watch this. David experienced bad times. And in those bad times, he understood that he can look no other way but to look at what God is doing. Another example of a great leader that gone on to heaven 
is Paul. The Apostle Paul says, he says, I fix my eyes. <laughs> you see, I set my eyes onto the prize. My eyes is set to the end goal. What is this? See, he says, so that I not waver, I won't change, I won't quit. I look towards that goal, the end. What are you looking towards this morning? What? Where is your mind? Where is your eyes? I fix my eyes to the finishing line. My expectation is where it's going to end, the finishing line, not the starting line. Because you start and you start to run. You run you running towards the goal. That's why David says, I turn my eyes to the hell. And and uh the apostle Paul says, I put my eyes to the mark. To the mark. That there's a mark that I am looking at. And I do not want to take my eyes off the mark. Go ahead. Yeah, my daughter, when she was younger, she used to ride horses and she was very, very small when she was little. She was always under 100 pounds, and she used to ride big horses, thousands of pound horses, and her horse riding mentor used to always tell her, keep your eye on where you are going. Just yes. by having your eye in the direction that you want that horse to go, keeping your eye in that direction, they'll cause a sink, and they'll cause the horse to go in that direction just by looking. She said, no, don't look down. Where are you going? Which way do you want him to go? Do you want him to go left? Do you want him to go right? Put your eye, lift up your head, change your posture yes. so that you're looking at the place where you desire to go. So that must be us in the season. We must be looking at where we are going. going. Which direction are we going? What is God doing in this season? And how is he using each and every one of us as integral parts of what he is doing? What is our part? in the building process, building a better life. You know, yes. Nehemiah, he was in the king's palace, and everything was good. If he was looking around, everything was good for him. He's working for the king. He's the king's cupbearer. Mm -hmm. He's living in a palace. But he was stirred with compassion to go back and to build people and to build the place. Yes. So God is stirring us in this season. It may be all good around you, but he is stirring us with compassion to go back, to build the people, and to build the place, building a better life. Yes, we stay with this uh, old week's uh, teaching, building a better life. What your life is going to look like. What your life will look like at the end of 2021. Do you see it the way God sees it? The question this morning. Do you see it the way God sees it? What my life will look like according to the blueprint of God. And do you see yourself yes. as God sees you? Yes. Do you see yourself? You know, God is not inspecting all of our wrongs, but he is looking at what is right. He is, has an expectation. He's expecting what is right that he has put in us to bear a harvest, to bear a return. He has made an investment in each and every one of us. You know, he's not inspecting our wrongs, but he has an expectation on our rights. Every right thing he put in you, every yes. right that you have, which your benefits package from Jesus Christ, Every right, he's looking for a return. We are backed by heaven. We must believe that. 
we are backed by, by heaven, heaven. Yes. and we must remain with God, not too far ahead, not to the left or to the right, but we must uh, uh, remain in battle array where he is going before us and he is covering us behind. Hallelujah. I got to see it the way God sees it. How God see my life. And in, let's look at Jeremiah 29. And uh, we will stay a little we're going to look at, at several different verses. But let's let look here this morning, Jeremiah 29 and 11. Let's start there first. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Yes. So God has a plan, right? Yes. He has a plan for your life and for my life. And we need to find that plan for your life. I need to find that plan for my life. The plan that God has. Not the plan I have, but the one that God has. A lot of times we're in conflict. I have one plan for my life. That doesn't coincide with the plan that God has for me. And so there's this battle. Yeah. So hear what I'm doing. I'm going to God and telling God to approve my plan. Right. And I'm praying and fasting for God to what? Approve my plan. And I forget what he says in Isaiah. For my ways are not your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. You see, I have not yet, Pastor Diana, mm-hmm. come in agreement with what God is saying. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. I want God's ways, I want my ways mm-hmm. to be whose ways? Mm-hmm. God's ways. ways. I want my thoughts <laughs> to be God's thoughts. Mm-hmm. So I'm forcing my thought mm-hmm. upon God. I'm forcing my will. And don't say you don't. Because we all we do. do. Yes. We do. We're going to mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. God, you got to do this. Mm-hmm. God, why are you not answering yeah. me? Mm-hmm. Why are you so far from helping me? Mm-hmm. You need to help me, mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. Rather than find out what is yeah. it that God has mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. You remember, I don't, you remember, you can help me hear this because the Holy Spirit just dropped this. Oh, I think it was Balaam with the donkey. Mm-hmm. He, he was going to do what he want to do. And he, and, and, and the angels of God stopping him because he was going mm-hmm. to do what he wants to mm-hmm. do and not what God wants him to do. Mm-hmm. And on, on his way, the angels of God stop him, and he's trucking that, that horse like crazy. And the donkey has to talk to him. Mm-hmm. That I'm doing no wrong, brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's in Numbers chapter 22, starting at verse 23. Now the donkey yeah. saw the angel of the Lord standing yeah. in the way yeah. with his drawn sword yeah. in his hand. And the donkey turned aside out of the way and went into the field. 
So Balaam struck the donkey to turn her back onto the road. Then the angel of the Lord stood in a narrow path between the vineyards with a wall on this side and a wall on that side. And when the donkey saw the angel of the Lord, she pushed herself against the wall and crushed Balaam's foot against the wall. So he struck her again. Then the angel of the Lord went further and stood in a narrow place yeah. where there was no way to turn, either to the right hand or to the left. He said, stop! <laughs> and when the donkey saw the angel of the Lord, she lay down under Balaam. So Balaam's anger was aroused, and he struck the donkey with his staff. Then the Lord opened the mouth of the donkey, and she said to Balaam, What have I done to you that you have struck me these three times? And Balaam said to the donkey, Because you have abused me, I wish there was a sword in my hand, for now I would kill you. So the donkey said to Balaam, Am I not your donkey, donkey on which you have ridden ever since I became yours to this day? Was I ever disposed to do this to you? And he said, No. Then the Lord opened Balaam's eyes, and he saw the angel of the Lord standing in his way, and his drawn sword in his hand. And he bowed his head and fell flat on his face. And the angel of the Lord said to him, Why have you struck your donkey these three times? Behold, I have come to you to stand against you, because your way is it's perverse wrong. before me. The donkey saw me and turned aside from me these three times. To save you. If she had not turned aside from me, surely I would also have killed you by now and let her live. And Balaam said to the angel of the Lord, I have sinned, for I did not know you stood in the way against me. Now, therefore, if it displeases you, I will turn back. We'll pick this up tomorrow. Make your day count. Thank you for tuning in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church in the beautiful city of Coco. For more information on this broadcast, please contact us at 321-638-0381. Tune in tomorrow to hear more about how you can make your day count. Here I am to worship